Pesachim daf the last thing we were discussing was a limb that uh, does not have a kezait of meat in the place that it's uh, going to break, but it does have a kezait of a different part on that limb. Rabbi Hanan says it still has an isur of breaking a bone of Korban Pesach. And Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, no, according to Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, I need kezait of meat in the place where you're breaking it in order to be over on that isur. And Rabbi Yohanan asked Anash Lakish, he brought a bright it sounded like and it doesn't make a difference what type of bone, that if there's a kezait of meat anywhere on that bone, it's a problem. Anash Lakish interpreted it a little bit differently, that even if it doesn't have on the outside, but it does have an inside, meaning the marrow is also considered meat, that if I break a bone and there's a kezait of marrow inside, it's considered I did the isur of breaking a bone with meat on it on Pesach. And with that, we are starting Pehe Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says Vihatanya. Rish Lakish is now going to bring a proof from a Braita that the Isur of breaking bone of Korban Pesach also applies if there is a Kezait of marrow inside the bone. And we don't say it's only on what the outside. Vihatanya, Vihatanya, Notish Berubo, you know how to break a bone. Whether it's a bone that has uh, marrow inside, if it doesn't have marrow, you're not allowed to break it. So, what does it mean you're supposed to eat the meat that, this night? You're supposed to eat the, the meat that's on top of the, the bone and not the marrow. Hey, maybe. Uh, the marrow that's inside, which is also considered meat, is also part of the, that you have to eat them, and it's part of the mitzvah of eating. So what, I, what does it mean when it says uh, don't break a bone? Uh, bones that don't have marrow. But if it has uh, marrow inside, you could break the bone and eat it. Don't say this is uh, weird. The ase of eating korban pesach should push away the the lot ase of breaking a bone. When it says uh, don't break a bone in pesach sheni, you don't need it. It says the same rules as the first pesach. You're coming to say that that extra don't break uh, the bone by Pesach Sheni is whether the bone has marrow or not, you're not allowed to break it. Now, we're going to ask Honor Bishim Omen Lakish who said that uh, there's no issue of breaking uh, bones if there's no uh, kezait of meat in the area you're breaking. You have a, a, a limb that uh, some of it left Yerushalayim, it went outside the wall. There's a mitzvah to cut off whatever left Yerushalayim, cut off the, the meat from that part. You cut up and you cut the meat all the way down to the bone. You peel off all the meat till you get to the joint area, and then you uh, cut off. Uh, the I guess wherever it is, wherever it connects at the joint, and you would throw all that meat of that limb that uh, left the Yerushalayim, throw all that out, and uh, the rest you could eat. Now, if you hold that if a, if a body part 
that uh, doesn't have a kezait of meat where you broke it but has a different place there's no isur of breaking the bone why do you have to peel all the meat until you get to the joint and then cut the joint why don't you just you know peel a little bit around the area and then uh, break the bone so because once you're breaking bones you might uh, break a little bit more than you're supposed to and then you're over on the issue of breaking one the thigh bone and it has marrow inside and it's not gonna help to uh, you know take off the meat and cut the bone because you have the entire marrow over there so just cut off uh, by the joint area we learned in uh, the, the last parak over here uh, by Arab Sahim. Hapigul v'hanotar Pigul is a korban that you had the wrong thoughts when giving it. V'hanotar the kodashim that were left over. Hachamim were gozer that it's metame your hands. Now, what's the reason they were gozer? One of them said, We're worried that, you know, Kohanim, uh, you know, one Kohen hates uh, the, the person giving the Korban, so he's going to think the wrong thing and he's going to make it a Pasul Korban. And uh, therefore, we're going to make it a pain in the neck. If we tell him he's Tameh, if it's Pigul, he's going to have to go to the Mikveh, it's a whole story. And that will control not to be Mipagil on purpose. And uh, Tosafot calms us down and says, that it could be that there's a rasha over there who maybe hates his friend and tries to be mefagel his korban, but we're not worried that he's uh, going to be over on tum'ah because even the, the biggest rasha kohen knows to be careful when it comes to tum'ah. And the other one says, we're worried about uh, you know, the kohanim are going to be lazy, they're not going to eat the, the, the korbanot in time, and therefore they say, listen, if you don't eat it, you're going to be tameh. And this way uh, they, they'll be careful not to... Not, not to have to leave over this way when they touch it in order to burn it they'll become tamis they'll be careful and they'll eat it faster and more matne pigul or more matne anotar they're not arguing one of them is talking about pigul one of them is talking about the notar man de matne pigul the one who's talking about pigul the korban with the wrong thoughts mishum because we're always worried about the kohanim who uh, will have you know they, they hate the, the guy bringing the korban and they have the wrong thought man de matne anotar and the one who's uh, telling you about notar is telling you because Mishum not because of the lazy Kohanim. More matne kazait, more matne kabetza. But when it comes to the shiur of the tumah, Rav Hunan of Hazad did argue about the size. One said kazait, one said kabetza. Man de matne kazait, the one who said kazait, keisuro, because uh, what's the amount you're not allowed to eat? Kazait. And the one who said kabetza, the reason is because uh, how do, when does uh, food become tameh? It's kabetza. So that's why he said kabetza. So here's the question. If it left the area it's supposed to be, whether it's supposed to be the Azara, the, the Yerushalayim, Gazrura banan tumah or lo? Did hachamim gozer tumah or not? Mi amrina notar de gazrura tumah. Did we say by notar if it left over? Hachamim said tumah why? That tell atzulei because it's going to be lazy and not eat it. Aval yotzei. But if it's leaving, let's say Yerushalayim, apokei b'adam loma pekeler b'adam. No one's going to bedavka take it out of Yerushalayim on purpose. Therefore, lo gazru berabanan tumah. Hachamim when I gozer odil ma lo shana. Or maybe no difference with the rules. Same rules apply and it's tameh. Hachamim will gozer there also. Tashema, the right title tells us, Eves Yatsa Miktsato, if a limb partially left Yerushalayim, Hotech Achemagela, it's him, he cuts until the bone, 
cuts down. Then we call it Achimagalaperik. Then he uh, peels all the meat off until he gets to the joint. Then cut off the joint. And then you throw the rest out. And everything else is mutar. If you cut it off, what's make a difference? At the end of the day, once it, once it left, the whole thing became tameh. So the Quran explains, no, it's a hidden tum'ah, meaning... If I can't tell where the line is between what's tamir and what's tahor, it's a hidden tum'ah. The tum'at setarim lo metamia. And a hidden tum'ah where you can't figure out the boundary does not make the other part tamir. Now, Rabina, what about Rabina? De amar chibure o chalin lav chiburu. The food that is connected is not really called connected. It's like they're separate. And when they're separate, each one's touching the other. So it's not a bit of sterim to matzir gil to They're touching one another. And they're metame one another. And uh, you see that Rabbanan were not kozer on tum'ah when they left. So the answer is no. No, you would answer that uh, there's not enough to be considered tumah, whether it's uh, ke- if kezait, according to whoever said the kezait, there's no kezait. Whoever said the kabitzah, there's no kabitzah. Meaning, you can't bring a definitive proof that hachamim were gozer tumah, something that left. Okay, so tashema. Let's uh, learn from, let's try to figure out from somewhere else, from a different bright type, hachamim were gozer tumah, something that left Yerushalayim. Hamotzi besar pesach mehabura lehabura. If someone took out korban pesach for one group to another group, afal pishehu belotase tahor. Even though you did a lotase, the korban is still tahor. Now, my love tahor ve'asur, isn't it mean it's tahor, you're not allowed to do such a thing? Like any other animal that left Yerushalayim, they would say mehabura lehabura. When you're taking it from one uh, group for another group, it's as if it left Yerushalayim and it's pasul. And it still says it's tahor. So you see that by something that left Yerushalayim. My answer is no. No, tahor or mutar. It's tahor and it's mutar to do that. When it left the Azara, I guess, for from one group to another group, uh, it's not as if it left Yerushalayim. Velo mefsil, it's not pasul. However, maybe if it left Yerushalayim, it, maybe it is uh, it is tameh. The Gemara says, yeah, but v'hakatane sefa ochlo hareze velo taase. The sefa says, if you eat it, it's a lo taase, meaning there is an isur of when it is yotze when it leaves Yerushalayim, but still it's not tameh. Bishlama lemande amar kabeza. Okay. According to the one who said that the Hachamim were only gozer tum'ah and it's kabitzah, he'll say that the itbe kezait, velok, velet kabe kabitzah. There's only a kezait, there's no kabitzah, and therefore it's not tameh. According to the one who says kezait, what's he going to say? Rather, you have to say that when it comes to Yotse and Korban Pesach, everyone's going to agree that Hachamim were not gozer tum'ah. What's the reason? The, you know, the group, everyone's doing Korban Pesach together. Each one uh, reviewed the halachot. Everyone went to classes. Each guy comes with his own humrot. Everyone's on one on top of the other. And therefore, uh, you know, they'll be careful. Hachami don't have to be gozer anything. No, what about the yotze when it comes to other kodashim? What's the halakha? We have no answer. Now, 
couple lines ago by the Tashema, we said uh, we said a right that we didn't really fully understand. The Gemara is going to go back to it now. How do we know that it's asur to break off a piece of meat from this Korban Pesach, go to the other room where a different group is sitting and give them a piece of meat? Here, test how we did Korban Pesach. How do we know it's asur to do such a thing? Okay, now I know. You know, i take it from one house to the other. Okay, from one group to the other, how do we know? Tamud lomar chutza. That extra word chutza. It should say minabait. What's mechutza? Chutz me'alachilato. You know how to take it out from the group that is eating it. And amar bi'ami hamotzi besapesa mechavura lechavura. A person takes out korban pesah, a piece of meat from one group to the other. And no hayav achaniach. You're not hayav until you, you know, put the the meat in front of them. Hotza'a ketiv be'keshabat. Because the hotza'a, like in hilchot shabbat, where yeah, it has to be an akira and anaha. Ma Shabbat, same way by Shabbat, you're not Hayav Akira You have to pick it up and put it down, Afhachanami, also by Korban Pesach, in order to be Hayav Makut for, for this piece. You have to take it out from your group and then go move it to the next group and put it in front of them. Mativ Rabbi Ami Barmimal, Rabbi Barmimal has a problem. Now, there were certain korbanot that have to be burnt outside all three mahanot. For example, uh, the, the, the cow and the goat of Yom Kippurim. Par alim davar, if the, the, the public B'nai Israel made a mistake. Par Kohen Mashiach, one of the Kohanim, one of the Kohen Gadolim made a mistake. He did avera. Okay, they have to burn it outside all three mahanot. And you have to pick it up. And any person carrying that korban, the minute they walk out of the azara, they become tameh. Now we have a Mishnah. They would carry these animals on poles. So I guess let's say two people in front, two people in the back. Let's say the two people in the front left the wall of the Azara and the people in the back didn't leave yet. The people in the front, their clothing are become Tameh because they're, they're already left and the people in the back didn't become Tameh yet. Now the question is, it says Hotza'a and it says you have to just walk out. And if they didn't, if they, if it didn't uh, land on something, there was no hanacha. Then uh, how can you call it a hotzaa? So it's the same thing. And then who motiv love? Who mifanek? And Rabbi Ababar Meimal asked a question. He answered it. Ben Igrain. They were probably dragging it. So the people in the front did a hanacha. The people in the back didn't do it yet. And Tosfot mentions it doesn't have to be mamash dragging on the floor. Even if it's within three tefachim of the floor, it still counts as dragging. Okay, the next Mishnah we're pretty familiar with. Ever she had some itzato, a limb of Korban Pesach that some of it left Yerushalayim. Chotech atchem agiyah laetzem. You cut down until you get to the bone. Then vekolef atchem agiyah laperek. Then you peel all the meat until you reach the joint. And then vechotech you cut off from the joint and you throw it out. Uba mukdashin other kodashim that partially left Yerushalayim. Kotzetz bekofitz. Chop off that part with a uh, with an axe. She'en bo mishum shivrat ha'aretzem. There's no isur of a breaking bone. Min ha'agaf velifnim. Anything from the doorway inwards is considered kelifnim. Min ha'agaf velachutz. Anything from the uh, doorway outwards is considered kelachutz. It's like outside and it's as if it left. Ha'halonot. The windows of the wall of Yerushalayim. Ve'ov ya'choma. And the thickness of the wall. I guess on top of the wall. It's considered as if you're still inside the wall. 
And Rashi explains the difference between the top of the wall that we consider as if it's inside and the doorway that we don't con- we don't necessarily consider inside because there's mitzorayim that have to be outside that they would hang out by the gate. This way, it's something because whenever the sun's coming down, they would protect themselves from the shade. So you, it's still considered out, uh, but not really out. So therefore, we're going to consider it out when it's in the doorway. But on top, uh, on top of the wall, it would be considered as you're still inside. Now, Amarav Yehuda, Amarav Vechen Latefila, same halachot when it comes to tefila. Rashi explains if you could uh, have the person mitztaref minyan if there's a wall uh, in, in between. And upliga the Rabbi Yosha ben Navi argues on Rabbi Yosha ben Navi the Amar Rabbi Yosha ben Navi afilu mechitzah shel barzel even if it's a metal wall and I'm afseket ben Israel avem shabashamayim it doesn't separate between Kadosh Baruch Hu and ben Israel and therefore even if there's a metal wall between the people praying they're still mitzaref tetan now Tosfot doesn't like Rashi's perush and he explains if there's a yachid can he answer kadish and kedusha when there's a wall in between, according to Rabbi Yosha ben Levi, it's not a hefsek and he can answer. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, he Amarav, he cannot answer because there's a wall uh, this, uh, separating them. Now the Gemara goes back to the area under the gate. Hagufa Kashya, Amart, at the beginning you told me, the doorway and towards the inside is considered Kelifnim, like it's inside. Meaning the area under is like outside. But then, emasef. I mean, agaf elachutz. Kelachutz from the doorway out is considered out. Ha'agaf atzmok. Kelifnim. So the doorway itself is considered inside. So which one is it? So like Ashia, kan b'sharei Azara, kan b'sharei Yerushalayim. The difference between the gates of the Azara in the Beit Hamikdash, and there's a difference between the walls, uh, the gates of Yerushalayim. The gates of the Azara are kodesh themselves. The gates of Yerushalayim are not Kodesh. The Amar Bishmuel Bariyav Yitzhak Mepnei Malonit Kachu Shara Yerushalayim. Why weren't the gates of Yerushalayim Kodesh? Mepnei Shemetzoraim Meginim Tachten Bahama Mepnei Hama Obag Shamim Mepnei Gishamim. The the Metzoraim who have to be sent out of three Mahanot they leave Yerushalayim. They well they need those gates in order to protect them from the rain from the sun. And if it was Kodesh, they wouldn't be able to have Hana'a from it. They couldn't sit there. And the Ve'amar Bishmuel Barav Yitzhak, Mepnei Malonit Kacha Sha'anikanor, Sha'anikanor was not Kadosh in the Azara. Why? Mepnei Shemitzora'in Omdim Shemachisim Behonot Yadam. When a Mitzora'i heals after his uh, seventh day, he still needs to bring his uh, Korban. The problem is he can't enter the Azara. He, he gets karet. If you're a time in, you go into the Azara. Therefore, what does he do? He puts his thumbs of his feet and his finger and hands through the gate. And they throw the blood on him that way. And that's not really called entering. And therefore, you could still throw the blood. So they weren't makdish, the Sha'ani Kano, in order for the Mitzvahim to be able to still use it. To put their uh, their thumbs and their toes uh, in over there, so it wouldn't be considered entering, uh, but still entering. Okay, we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.